What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Hawks get stung by the Hornets and the winning streak is snapped at five. We'll talk about it right here, right now on the Hawks Beat Podcast. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks. Plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal in Michigan, most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. Ladies and gentlemen, first of all, welcome into the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. If this is your first time into the show, uh, I appreciate you, I appreciate you, and I appreciate all the regulars. So we are here, and just like we talk about the wins, we talk about the losses. So I am here to offer you some perspective. I'm here to offer you some perspective. Um, let's get rid of some of this housekeeping first. As, as always, if you are a regular to the show, you know the drill. We invite you to connect with us on our social media platforms, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Hit us up. At Hawks Beat. That's all one word, Hawks Beat. Uh, we would love for you to follow us and like our page. That would greatly help us out. Also, we would love for you to subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcast or whatever podcast that you uh, that you stream, whether it's Google Play, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. We are on all those bad boys. So uh, that is the housekeeping. We want you just to connect with us and. Uh, Come be a part of the Hawks Beat family. <laughs> yes, indeed. So, about last night, Hawks' five-game win streak comes to an end uh, at the hand of the Charlotte Hornets, 122-118. to 118. I have a lot of thoughts on today's game, on yesterday's game, because I'm recording this on Sunday morning. I was going to record last night, but some of you guys know, Yesterday was my birthday, so I appreciate some of y'all reached out, say happy birthday. I appreciate that. You know what I'm saying? Uh, chapter 44, we're looking uh, forward to great things this year, but yesterday was my birthday. I was out. 
I did not attend the game. However, I tried to watch the game last night, but I was dealing with some unfortunate circumstances. That's why I sound a little bit nasally and uh, took some NyQuil and your boy was gone. <laughs> your boy was gone. So woke up early this morning and I just really wanted to watch that fourth quarter. So I woke up this morning and I rewatched the fourth quarter and I got some thoughts. I got some opinions and I think it's better sometimes when you wait a day. When you wait a day, you come back and you can look at things with a clear head. And that's kind of what I wanted this podcast to be. You know, I wanted to get the fan input, but I wanted to kind of offer perspective. So last night after the game, it was it was a tumultuous ending, <laughs> tumultuous ending with the, the BS call on Jalen Johnson, the inbound call that never happened. Everybody's, you know, combing for Nate's head and all that jazz and I just want to offer some perspective on today's game. So uh, let's get into it. So first things first, the first half of this game, I thought the Hawks played connected basketball. I'll just say that they were doing everything they have. They had been doing to win these last five games. They went into halftime 49 to 65. I thought the defense was, was pretty good. I thought they were determining the pace. I thought that. Uh, they were just kind of rolling, you know. You had three guys in double figures, Trey, DeJounte, uh, DeAndre. All those guys were were contributing. And then the second half happened. And the second half was a totally different ball game. I thought. I thought the Hornets kind of made a run in the third quarter. Well, they didn't kind of. They did. Outscoring the Hawks 36-28 in the third quarter. And here's what I saw in the third quarter. The Hornets were just taking advantage of um, – they determined the pace. They picked up the pace. They started playing faster. And uh, they got 36 points up in that quarter. And that's kind of what you don't want to happen. The only way it's cool for you to allow 36 points in the quarter is if you have 37. <laughs> and the Hawks didn't have 37. They had 28. So um, Charlotte claws back into this game. They go back into the fourth quarter, and I'm like, okay, it's, it's still a manageable game. Like, it's still a game I thought that the Hawks could win. So the fourth quarter happens, and I kind of wanted to just fast forward to my notes on the fourth quarter. <clears throat> Hawks start the quarter up eight, and I tell you what, um, I thought one thing was interesting, and I always take notice of the details when I'm able to rewatch a game. Uh, Lauren, at one point, she said, you know, the Hawks are very talkative in the huddle. Nate McMillan is saying to everybody, he's saying, be patient, be patient. And you know what? The one thing that I didn't see with Hawks basketball after, you know, the message was to be patient after they did all that talking. I didn't see patient basketball. I didn't see team. I didn't see the basketball that we that we saw in the first half or the last five games. I didn't see it. I thought the last Actually, more specifically, I thought the last two and a half minutes were very bad for the Hawks. I thought they were very bad for the Hawks. I thought it was too much iso ball, not, move, not enough movement. And so, you know, I, I thought that the group that played without Trey in that fourth quarter was, was okay, you know. By the time Trey entered the game, they didn't give up the lead. They were up by four, as a matter of fact. Um, at about six minutes in, Dominique was like, look, I'm still not seeing enough ball movement. And it's crazy because I was thinking that. Like, I'm thinking that. Like, watch, I'm watching the possessions, and they're kind of going back and forth. 
And I'm like, man, they're not really they're not really moving the ball. Like they were still kind of getting buckets, but they're not really moving the ball. There's a synchronicity. There, there's a sin. What's the word I'm looking for? They are in sync. Moving the ball makes a team like in sync. And they just didn't have that. Like they were getting buckets, but they didn't seem in sync as a unit, if that makes sense. So, um, 635, that's what Dominique said. He's like, you know, the Hawks, the ball isn't moving. Hornets get within two. They're within two. Trey Young has a turnover. Hornets lay up, get the layup to uh, tie the ball game. Bad turnover, bad turnover. And you can actually say at the end of the night, uh, you're not going to win a game. You're not going to win many games with 16 turnovers. You're not. You're just not going to win a game with with 16 turnovers. And um, I thought that turnover was really bad. You know, they get the layup. But still, it's still enough time for you guys to win this game. Around the four to five minute mark, you know, Trey, I mean, not Trey. DJ and AJ, they kind of get going. You know, they kind of get going. They're getting buckets. I still thought that while those guys were getting buckets, Hawks aren't getting enough stops. They're not getting enough stops. Throughout the whole thing, they're still up for around four, but they don't get any separation. So here's my first point of contention. A lot of people were upset that uh, AJ Griffin wasn't in the game more. And um, I'll just say this. He played almost that whole fourth quarter. He played nine straight minutes in that fourth quarter. And uh, Nate brings in John Collins for that fourth quarter. He brings in John Collins for the fourth quarter. And I, I don't necessarily have a problem with that. He brings him in because 240, you're going to end the game with all five starters. You bring in an element of defense. You're up by four. You have technically enough scoring on the court. You got, you know, DeAndre, you got Trey, you got DJ. You got enough scoring in the court. I don't know if DJ, if Griffin was, AJ was tired and he wanted to ask out. Or, you know, I will say this, playing a full quarter of basketball is tough. Like, DeJounte Murray can do it. Trey Young can do it. Like, But those guys are, are vets, you know. Um it would have been nice to see him finish out the quarter, but, you know, I don't know. Maybe his legs get tired and he misses some shots. I don't know. All I'm saying is I don't blame Nate for bringing in John Collins at 240. You know, they had given up some offensive rebounds in the fourth. And um, bringing in an extra rebounder to go with Clint, I don't really have a problem with that. You go bigger. So last two and a half minutes, you're still up, right? You're still up. So here is my breakdown of the last two and a half minutes, what I, which I thought was very important over the course of the game. Last two minutes. Let me just read some of these possessions and bear with me real quick. Two and a half moment, two and a half minutes left. Trey misses a three. No passes on the possession. Just comes down, dribble, 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 shoots a three, misses it. Hornets come down. P.J. Washington hits a three tie game. Next play down the court. Trey, step back three, boom, one pass. And the one pass was to Trey Young from DeJounte Murray. He takes a step, a step back three, misses it. Hornets come back. Washington, come, Washington hits another three. Now the Hornets are up three. And just like that, Hornets are up three. Two bad possessions from Trey Young. Uh, Clint Capella misses, uh, makes two free throws after a Trey Young miss. Another Trey Young miss. Uh, Capella's free throw brings it to like two. Hawks get a stop. Collins misses a corner three. Hawks get another stop. 
Then you have the Trey miss again. Capella with the tip. Hawks up one, right? And so it was just a lot of stuff that happened in that last two and a half minutes. Jalen Johnson gets the foul on a BS call, like a BS call. And I'm, a, I'm a, like, we, you have to call was just BS, man. It was BS. Like it was a high five call. And according to the rule book, <clears throat> that's not a foul. That's not a foul. So here's the thing. If that play never happens and Hawks end up winning the game, I'm curious what the discourse of conversation would be. But that's neither here nor there. It was a foul. They called it. He makes the free throws. And then here we go. The final inbound play. And here's where I will bang Nate on this. I won't bang him so much on the fact of using the timeout. And I won't even necessarily bang him on Trey Young being the inbounder. What I will bang him on is if you're going to call that second timeout, you had a timeout. So I don't, I don't, I don't mind you calling the timeout because you had it. If you don't have it, you're going to lose it. You see, you know, the uh, the lineup that throwing out there. Okay, let's make some changes. They're going to have Plumlee on the ball. Let's make some changes. I don't know what changes were made, if they were made, but they make some changes. They run the play, and here's the thing. I watched that play over and over. I paused it. I got some screenshots on it. On the play, Trey was zooming in for DJ. He really wanted DJ to get the ball, but DJ never got open. He was open at one point, but Plumlee does a great job, and I have the screenshot. He's jumping up in the air. He's kicking his leg out. There's no way for Trey to get that pass to DJ. However, if he would have looked to the left, DeAndre Hunter was wide open. After the game, Nate said the play was either to get DeAndre, was either to get DJ or De- uh, DeAndre the ball. He never looked at DeAndre, and I don't really fault him. You only got five seconds. You got to make a split second decision. DeAndre was wide open. It was wide open. So here's the thing: Do you blame Nate for the play, or do you blame Trey for the execution? Because DeAndre was wide open. He was wide open. You can say, "Oh man, he didn't drop a good play." Well. DeAndre was open. DeAndre was open. Anyway, um, here's what I will bang Nate on. So Trey tries to, he just throws it off the uh, plumbly because, you know, there's there's no play there. There's no play there. Um, after he throws it off plumbly, now you got to inbound the ball again. So now you need another play for 0.8 seconds, but they had no clue what to do. There was no backup plan. There was no backup plan. That second five seconds, um, when they got the five-second call, it was like Deion, DJ's just sitting in the corner. He doesn't even really even try to get open from um, Rozier. AJ, DeAndre, and Clint, they're all running to Trey, and they're like all bumbled up together, and you can tell there was no contingency plan. There was no contingency plan because you burned your second time out. That's on coach. That's on coach. I'm gonna let him. I'm gonna let him eat that. But that's on coach. Those bad possessions down the last two minutes. That's on Trey. DJ not getting any shots those last two and a half minutes. I don't know if you want to blame that on uh, the point guard or if you want to blame it on DJ. You had it going, brother. Close them out like you've been closing them out. I think that was a problem. The BS call with. Uh, point three well, with three seconds left or whatever the 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 bogus call on Jalen Johnson that was an issue. I think all four of those things were issues, 
and not necessarily everything on Nate McMillan. That's just how I see it. Tweet me. Let me know if you disagree with me. Let me know if you disagree. We can get into it. We can have a discussion. Uh, I'm way overdue for my commercial. So, look, let's do this. Let me run my commercial real quick. Um, and we'll put a bow on this podcast. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry for being so nasally, guys. Uh, I had a good birthday. So now I'm kind of suffering the ill effects of it. We'll be right back. You're listening to your man, Eda from the Hawksweet Podcast. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. All right, folks. We are back, Hawksbeat Podcast. This is your man, Ida, wrapping up another Hawksbeat Podcast. Thank you for all that have been listening, everyone that has subscribed and connected with us on our social media. Um, Hawks fall to the Hornets in a tough game, a tough game. And uh, I just wanted to offer you a little bit of perspective in that first segment. Uh, I know Nate is getting a lot of heat. And listen, I think there's some things that Nate got wrong in this game, and I called him on it. And I think that there's some things that the Hawks players got wrong. I called them on it. So I just want to say that I think that there's a little bit of balance in the, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Accountability. Accountability. So um, there's some folks that just have an axe to grind and just want Nate out of here. And that's fine. Like, if that's what you want. But I just want to offer some perspective that uh, it's not just on Nate. It's not just on Nate. Uh, the players have to have some accountability. Every time the players come down the court, Nate doesn't call a play. It just doesn't work like that. The players have a lot of autonomy. Uh, They have autonomy to play a type of basketball. And when they don't, oftentimes the coach gets to blame for that. So uh, it is what it is. Moving forward, uh, let's see where the Hawks stand and where they're going for this week. As far as the standings are concerned, the Hawks are now the eighth seed. They are eighth in the West. I mean, in the East. Uh, they did some climbing this week because I think at one point they were like tenth. So uh, you got to credit them. They had a really good week. They're still seven and three in their last ten games. The five game win streak was a big, uh, a big help. You just got to keep climbing. You got to keep climbing. The next team on your radar is the New York Knicks. The Knicks are one game above the Hawks. So you got to win more games than it. 
you know, the Knicks and the Heat. And so if you have a good week, there is a possibility that you can jump all the way up to the sixth spot in the East. So um, all you can really do is play the games in front of you. And here's the thing. It's about to get real again. Like it's about to get real. And here's I think this might be this might be the most important run for the Hawks these next eight games. Listen to what I'm saying. And I apologize for sounding so nasally. <laughs> Listen, these next eight games, <clears throat> seven of them are going to be on the road. Seven. Seven of eight are going to be on the road. Doesn't matter. You got to get them. You got to get them. You got full strength. You're healthy. You got it. Well, except for Bogey. But nevertheless, you got to get these games. Seven of eight is going to be on the road. This week, if we're just looking at this week, you got three games this week. You got away in Chicago, away in Oklahoma City, and then you have L.A. back home on Saturday night. You got to listen, you got to get at least two, maybe three. If you want to climb, like if you want to climb, you got to get at least two or three. You got to start chunking these these wins together again. Got to start chunking these wins together. And then after that, after you go, after you come back home, play in L.A., you have a one, two, three, four, another five game away, uh, five game away uh, home. I mean, not home, away roadie. So you got Portland, you got Phoenix, you got Utah, you got Denver. God, that is a that is a gauntlet. That is a gauntlet. So, um, yeah, man, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how they navigate. How they navigate uh, this schedule, but you gotta, you gotta, you start, gotta start chunking wins. Listen, you guys told me this was a uh, uh, better than six in the East. If you better than six in the East, you gotta start doing some work. You gotta start doing some work. Close out January strong because you've had a very good January. You've had a very good January. You gotta have a very good February too. So as the uh, the sun sets on the month of January, you gotta just keep on doing what you're doing. Just keep on doing what you're doing. All is not blown to smithereens. I saw some folks, and I get it. Like, I get it. Like, I I don't want to come across like I don't get it. I don't want to come across like I don't, uh, like I don't understand, like, the fan passion. I get it. But I'm here to tell you not to walk off the ledge. Don't walk off the ledge. All is not blown to smithereens. All right? We good? <laughs> appreciate that again thank you guys for the birthday wishes shout out to our uh shout out to our producer production assistant ej did another good job on today's episode and uh like we always say man god is good all time and all time god is good so if you don't know him you need to find him show him some love because that is all he is showing you l-o-b-e love we out peace you know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place 
to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.